Hello, and welcome to the JustCast. My name is Liam Quinnell. I'm joined today by my co-host, Daniel Blackwell. Hello, everybody. My name is Daniel Blackwell. Um, I'm the co-host of the JustCast. I'm so glad. <laughs> um, today, we're joined by what seems to be our regular guest, uh, <laughs> Lawrence Power O'Connell. I'm here. Otherwise known as Luke the Bag O'Connell. I'm not the bag. <laughs> <laughs> and we also have uh, special guest Rohan Steele. He's actually been on here once before. Yeah, I'm back. Awesome. <laughs> um, He's kind of followed us into the studio. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't That's really know true. how we got here. <laughs> um, all right. So today I thought it'd be kind of interesting to talk about virtual reality. Um, nice. So, yeah. You guys, I know Luke has tried it before on a PlayStation. Yeah. But have Rohan and Dan, have you guys tried it before today? Well, I tried it for the first time today. Yeah, me too. So that was your first time. Luke, you tried it before. What did you think? Well, I really liked the one on the PlayStation, but it was nothing compared to what the Oculus Rift did. I really liked how kind of easy to use that one was and how it was really immersive. I thought I'd just start off by going through like a little quick history of vr um just like a little timeline well you guys have all seen at like historical museums they'll have that little like thing you look through and it's an eyepiece and it makes it 3d yeah um the oscillator the oscillator yeah or it's called it's like a stereoscope or something like that Uh, so yeah um that was yeah uh, one quick question um are we gonna talk about the virtual boy who the ver- no, it's not a person. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a the ver- it's like the red the red thing. I, it's and like, when you looked at through it, it was like three D, but it was red, and so. it like burnt your eyes. <laughs> I, I actually haven't heard is. about that. I didn't see that in my All research. Right, fun uh, historical tidbit. It's basically just like a VR headset that you set on a table, and it was really uncomfortable to look into, and it like burnt your eyes. Youch. Um, wasn't that popular? But it was made in like the, I don't know, like the nineties. Early two thousand. Right. I don't think it was made before the two thousands. Yeah. Were there a lot of games that were like on it, or was it just like? There was like three or four games. Like. Nice. It died really fast. But yeah, it sucked because like, the, everything was just red. Like the only color they had had was (laughs) red and black. (laughs) I think the way it was set up, you had to like sit down and crane your neck forward. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So you had you had to like set it on a table and then like go like this, like 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 goose like gooseneck your your head into it. Mm -hmm. Like it was not. Not good. Yeah, yeah. It gave people backache, so no one bought it. Yeah. <laughs> it died really fast. And eye damage, probably. Oh, yeah. Eye damage is a big thing. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to say this right now. That sounds like a blast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just destroying yourself. A blast from the past. Eye damage? Past. I didn't. <laughs> All right, so virtual reality, or like kind of 3D like viewing mm-hmm. in that sense started in 1838 with kind of like the discovery that if you took two images from different angles your brain would freak out when you saw them and then make it 3D. So it's kind of like the basis of all virtual reality and like 3D things just nice. because it like tricks your brain into thinking that it's actually three-dimensional. Wow. <laughs> so that was in 1838 and then like 120 years later uh, this guy created something called the Sensorama and it was like a video game slash movie. Oh, where... like Bandersnatch. But like, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um... It kind of, it's like you put your, it's like this humongous thing that you would find in a, at an arcade and you put your face into it and it literally like bombarded you with like smells. It had wind. It like vibrated <laughs> so your seat. Cool. <laughs> so very cool. Um, and then 
so like people didn't really like find any interest in VR. It was just something you could do because it wasn't like accessible at all. And then the military picked it up to use it to train pilots. And then in 2012, this uh, entrepreneur, he was 18 years old. He made this idea called the Oculus Rift. And then he started, made a Kickstarter, got like $2 million and then made the device. And then Oculus quickly bought it two years later for $2 billion. So he's living high right now. <laughs> um, wait, living the high life? Living the high life, yeah. There we go. Living the uh, life. Wait, doesn't the Facebook own Oculus or did? Well, they bought it for $2 billion. Oh, okay. You, okay, never mind. You, you just said that Oculus bought the oh. uh, the Oculus Rift. I think you meant the, Facebook oh, bought yeah, the Oculus me. Rift. Yeah, oh, I was a little confused there, but I wasn't going to say I'm all about fact-checking on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, so that was kind of like when virtual reality exploded. I don't know if any of you heard about the Rift when it came out. I did. You did? I also did. Not as soon as it came out because I was – a young lad but i i've seen content with it like quite a bit so yeah yeah mm-hmm. phenomenal sweet yeah so yeah <laughs> and then like i'm sure you've all in 2015 google cardboard came out everyone's yeah. tried that yeah i actually fun fact i did not try that you never <laughs> tried that I, was I, like, I don't know what that is i was like google cardboard Google Cardboard? <laughs> Google Cardboard? Do you actually not know what it is? <laughs> no, I don't know oh, what it is. Oh, it's okay, terrible. So. It's the worst. It's like a little... Sorry. My apologies. It's like a little cardboard thing. Uh, it's like a VR headset, but it's cardboard, and you just hold it against your face, and you put your phone in it. Oh, I remember that now. Yeah. Yeah, but it's really terrible, because phones, when right next to your eyes hurt, and they have terrible, like that doesn't look good and also you have to like hold something up to your face Wait, the so entire time was it just like it would it was like ho- the horse lenses but like with the phone <laughs> <laughs> or uh, did I they set up like, have actual like apps that like when you put it up to your face <laughs> and you turned around it would be like a 3d environment it's like a, it's like a 3d video basically oh okay. yeah so All like right, now <laughs> what did you think it was, was it i just like thought that? it was it was like a <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just like a <laughs> I thought it was just a piece of cardboard you put your phone in and then you would just look at it and you couldn't see anything else but your phone <laughs> what is that <laughs> what what purpose would that serve because <laughs> it was funny <laughs> just to like mean people they're just like alright put your phone in it and then <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much it. It's you pay like $15 for a piece of cardboard, and you get to stare at a black screen. Like a two-dimensional, <laughs> like your, your home screen? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just like you can watch a movie, but you can't see anything else. So it's <laughs> more immersive. You can watch a movie, but there's like a big split. <laughs> Wait, so did you really just have to hold it up, or were there like straps that you got no. to? There were sometimes straps, but that cost like $50. <laughs> <laughs> but you were still paying $15 for a piece of cardboard. <laughs> That was it. It's kind of cool cardboard. (laughs) Whoa. Um, So then people, like, would try it. They'd do it for five minutes, and they'd be like, okay, that was kind of cool, and then never touch it again. Not me. Me neither. (laughs) I tried it, didn't buy it. Exactly, because it was not fun. Um, And I'm going to give a little backstory. In 2016, I was in Minnesota. (laughs) I'd like to set the scene real quick. And I was at the Microsoft store, and there was this new new device called the HTC Vive. Some of you may have heard of it, but 
Well, I went and I had just turned 13 and then you had to be 13 to use it. And it was a VR headset and it was like true VR. It had six degrees of freedom, which means you can move up, down, left, right, and forward and backwards, which is like absolute. It's basically just like actual virtual reality. You can move around at a controller so you can interact with the virtual environment. Nice. And I tried it and it completely blew my mind. Like I saw from Dan today, he was kind of like screaming about it for a bit. Not like in a bad way at all. That is correct. But um, it just kind of blew me away. And then, of course, the 13-year-old that I was, I went and looked up how much it was, and it was $1,200. <laughs> Youch. I had, like, five. $5. <laughs> um, so that was a no-go. And then I tried it again at, like, a GameStop, like, two months later, and it gave me such a bad headache I couldn't see. And then I ran into a wall at like the mall. It was not fun. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. I like how did it like it messed with my vision so I couldn't see. And then I ran into a wall because I didn't tell anyone that I couldn't see. Why didn't you tell anybody you couldn't see? <laughs> well, I was like, oh, it's fine. <laughs> did it get, so it gave you like motion sickness. It, and gave, it gave me such bad motion sickness that I just like died. It's kind of sad. It was kind of sad. You didn't actually die, but yes, yeah, I so metaphorically sad. died. Um, well, and then I saw what? that the Oculus Quest came out, and I was like, that sounds fire. I saw it came out in May uh, of 2019, and apparently it was really glitchy at first. Mm-hmm. But then with one update, like Facebook like made it one of the best VR headsets ever released. released. Mm-hmm. Um, and I actually had the fortune of getting one for Christmas. So if And I got to share it with my wonderful guests and co-hosts. So would you guys like to talk about it? Uh, yeah. I was new to VR before today, and, um, you know, I'd always been interested in VR because I thought it was cool, and then I, and then I I put on the headset, it died, (laughs) and then we found it, we we ran around for 20 minutes, well, they ran around, I played drums, but they ran around for 20 minutes and found a charger for it, put it back on, and that was crazy. Blew my mind. (laughs) Honestly, it blew my mind. I'll say it unironically. Well, I showed you guys the game Super Hot, which is kind of like you're in a white, completely white world. Everything's white, and there's just these red bad guys trying to get you. Yeah. It's like the real world. Yeah. Also, it, yeah. <laughs> 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 no, well, I'm, well, okay. Never Stop. Mind. Yeah. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> what games it got? Well, okay. So I let you guys play Super Hot and Pavlov. You got like Mario though. No. Yeah, I I'm a I'm a big Mario fan, and um. If it doesn't have Mario, you know, that makes me reconsider. Does it? Does it? Does, Does it? it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what what what's so pulling to you about Mario Mario Bros. uh incorporated? I'd prefer not to talk about it, but it shows a special. <laughs> I, I like place the jump in my man. Heart. That's why I that's why I want Mario. Oh, like the Drake song. I was just about to say like jump man. Jump. Okay. Um <laughs> that was that was terrible. My apologies. Um <laughs> Okay. Anyway, so, yeah. So you guys got to try it. Uh, just like first impressions, like you said, you were blown away. Oh, yeah. I put it on and I was like, "Oh, that's crazy." <laughs> Phenomenal. I mean, it's kind of, you know, it was it was genuinely like really cool. I just don't, I don't know. I'm not like, I'm not feeling that excited about it right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> I thought it was great. Um, I hit a wall a couple times. Punched a window. Pun- I did not punch a window actually. Yeah. Did I? Oh, well, the it's, more you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's It was very immersive, which I thought was interesting. Yeah. 
I thought it was pretty crazy just being the guy. I never, I never, I never felt like I was the the guy in the video <laughs> game before. But well, yeah, because <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> I put on the console and here I am, seeing through his eyes. <laughs> uh, in recent years, like VR, like kind of has exploded in like YouTube gaming and just stuff like that. Yeah, because it's more as more games come out, it becomes more interesting, and as more people use it too, it makes for good content. I know I personally watch some YouTubers who like release VR content. Yeah, um, nice. Well, that's what's interesting about it. I've I've seen some people um, play with the VR, and just watching it, it doesn't it doesn't really capture what's so interesting about it because. You're just, I don't know, it's like watching a person play any other game because you're not, you're not really connected to the, to the headset the same way that they are. You're not really in the 3D environment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing is going to show you what it's like until you actually do it. Like, no video is going to match what you're actually seeing through the headset. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I think a lot of that sense of, like, that, that sense that you can't gain from a video is just from the, like, control that you have because it's, like, all of a sudden you look around and it's it feels like you're in a new space when you're not and like that's that's what's so like when you're watching a video you're just seeing somebody else do it so it's just like all right yeah but like when you do it yourself it's like a whole new space that you just like are in yeah specifically with like super hot because that game is like totally based around like motion so the fact that you're the person that's like doing it and like Mm -hmm. you can like slow time and stuff and see stuff move past you it's very like interesting yeah because when you move it like the basis of the game is that when you move time moves as well so if you stop moving then everything around you stops as well yeah so when you move you can watch like things like fly past you you can throw things Mm -hmm. like it's it's really just like crazy yeah Mm -hmm. um I felt like I was in the Matrix, you know, like I was like moving around stuff, you know, like the. You look like <laughs> you were in the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, bro. He was going full Keanu. <laughs> um, I've seen definitely seen people call it like a Matrix simulator. Could you call it a simulation simulator? If it's a Matrix simulator? No, that was crazy. That was crazy. That blew my mind. I'm sorry. Oh my god. I'm you sorry. just changed my world. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, like. What was I gonna say? Sorry, I completely lost my train of thought. Go on, Liam. All right, shame on Dan. <laughs> shame on Dan, really quick. Yeah. Everyone say shame. Three, two, one. No, don't do that. Okay, go on. Shame. All right. <laughs> um. So yeah, I've tried the Quest. One of my friends actually has the PlayStation VR. Um. So I've got to try it a couple times, and it's a lot more. You are sitting in a chair. The controllers are basically just sticks. It's not as immersive. And then another thing that I noticed is, it has. It's like because of how close your eyes are to the screens, you can see in between the pixels, which makes it look like you're looking through everything through a screen door. And if you're like into, if you know anything about VR, they just call it the screen door effect. And that's a big factor for games because you have to have the pix- like the pixel density to make it look realistic, hmm. which is where I think that the Quest did well because you couldn't, there was no like, oh, I'm looking at it like really close to a screen. Yeah, It's just, oh wait, mm-hmm. I'm there. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely, with the Quest, it's definitely not, like, HD at all. Like, it's not high def. It's, like, pretty high. It's high def. It's, like, not bad, but it's not, like, high def. Yeah. I think you might have, there's a little eye adjuster, which helps, but. I think, I yeah, I also think that that's probably why it was a bit blurry, because I wear glasses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same I, with me. I noticed that it was a little. Yeah, for me, who does not wear glasses, um, it was very clear. Um the main menu, like, Liam brought me out to it, and it's, like, a big 
it's a big room and that, <laughs> that like blew me away a bit more than the game yeah because <laughs> it's just <laughs> I well, don't know how to describe it. It was if if you're in a big enough like room, you can actually walk around that and like go to like bookshelves and there is like stars and uh, shooting stars above. Why you, can't you read books in the virtual world? That's actually another thing to discuss because with how if you like if you picked up something in the like super hot or something, when you brought it close to your face, it comes out of focus, just because of how your the game works and how your eyes work. Yeah. So that also makes text hard to read which is why you can't read books, but is also a difficulty for a lot of developers with like text in their games because mm-hmm. you have to work around that. And I think VR has like really not been like a thing. It's only the HTC Vive needed a $1,200 gaming computer to run and then you needed to buy the headset. Yeah, it's interesting because like, well, one thing with like the, the text is like Skyrim has such like a, like that's a VR game at this point as mm-hmm. well. And that has such like a vast like, collection of like books and stuff that you can read in it so it's interesting how that i don't know like it i would be interested to see how that like plays out like if it's tough to hear the text in that i i would guess that it's like the like the the pc version of skyrim where you don't like physically read it but like it shows up on the screen Mm -hmm. i don't know though it might read it to you yeah just be nice like that Mm -hmm. um anything to spice up the conversation that Uh, we want to have yeah so i was gonna say um uh rohan i know that you are big into films you're a bit of a film buff um are you actually say yes yes Uh, (laughs) (laughs) what is this and so i was gonna i was you know i've been reading a couple things about how vr like filming for like 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 creating movies in virtual reality where it's like not like in full virtual reality but in the sense that like you like look around how do you feel about that um so do you mean like you're just th- they've set up the camera so you can kind of like s- see what's going on when you look around imagine a movie theater full of people all wearing a vr headset it's like a dystopia <laughs> <laughs> it's like those like the uh, silent raves or whatever where like everybody has headphones in but they're listening to the same music it's like a silent rave but with your eyes and and then they're all in the same scene together well they can't see each other they're all individuals but the sets are like built within a virtual space and you can look around in them how would you feel about that Hmm. well i think you could you could do it right but it would be really really hard because what are you gonna you're sitting there for like an hour and a half with the the headset on um and you're being ca- pretty much carried through these different um virtual situations where i don't know i'm just like imagining like a like a war movie where mm-hmm. you're on the battlefield and you're watching all this stuff that only that has to work completely within the narrative is the, i don't know yeah i think that'd be really difficult to make work i agree with that uh one thing like you can watch movies on the quest and it puts you in like this little movie theater hmm. um it's called like big screen and, and it's just like it's just like going to the movies and like it's like there's like the lobby and all of that yeah but you go in and it's just you're watching a movie on a flat screen granted they do have like 3d movies that are supposed to be really cool but there's also the thing one of the big problems that i think has maybe uh stopped vr from picking up 
is going to be how tiring it is on your eyes because it gets even in the like pamphlet for the quest it says like take it off after 30 30 minutes to let your eyes rest like yeah. it's not going to be good for you to be like have screens that close to your eyes i actually saw this meme it's like kids in the like parents in the 60s telling their kids not to stay close so close to the tvs and it's like kids today and it's just like everyone's wearing screens less than an inch away from their face <laughs> Yeah. I don't know, just something to think about how, like, it's definitely picking up with how many people are interested in it, but there's so many drawbacks that I'm not sure how far it's going to go. Yeah, I have just a bit of an open question. Um, um, well, one other thing I'd like to touch on is the biggest thing limiting VR right now is uh, the price point. Most of, I don't know how much the Quest costed. It was four hundred. Four hundred. It's still spendy, but it's way better that's, than twelve hundred. That's pretty good. Um, as much as like a console, yeah. especially yeah. when it came out. Like all these news articles were saying that VR is the next big thing, but no one could own it because it was what stupidly expensive. Yeah, and then you needed a computer. Like at least a thousand dollars every time, and then you'd have to buy games, and you'd have to also like for a lot of these games, you'd have to set up a like have a big room that you could clear out all the space, and then then you could finally play the game. And that's one of the problems because with PC headsets because you need to have it connected to a PC, which needs a wire, which requires you to be close to your computer, mm -hmm. which basically makes it almost impossible to actually play a game right how it's meant to play. Yeah. And that's I th where I think the Quest goes. Yeah. Does it well because it doesn't have wires and it, you can just set it up wherever you need. Yeah. Going back to what Rohan said a little bit ago about like, how it's like it might be tough for like movies to kind of integrate into the like virtual reality sphere i guess is like i've played i played i don't remember the pr exact program but i've played a couple of games on the ps the ps4 like vr station and it a lot of them are really story based and it didn't really they definitely weren't as good as one where it's like you're in total control of the cuz i think that kind of detracts from the point of it this is a this is very tangential but um, there's this game called The Return of the Obra Dinn, and I think that that would be a, like, a fantastic game for VR. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a port for that uh, really soon. Um, just a little tidbit. What kind of game is that? So it's a story-based uh, mystery game where you are, you, you basic, I don't want to spoil it, but basically you're on a boat and you're trying to figure out what happened to all the people on the boat. And you do this through like accessing memories. Um, and so, but like a lot of the clues that you gain are through the, well, all the clues that you gain, gain, sorry, are through the memories. And you gain them typically through un, unsaid like things. So like uh, you, you, you go to like a, a space in time and then you look around the space to try and gather clues. And I think that VR would be great for that because you, you could really like, look and feel like you're on the ship and I feel like I don't know I just feel like it would be a great fit for VR oh do you mean like with the clues like it doesn't tell you what the clue is it just means you find the clue and you're like oh I have to use that yeah it's it it, it uh like you have dialogue that's like the most direct form of information but most of it you just gain through like moving around a scene and inspecting people um like just like looking at them and I think VR is like, that's what it's for, looking, you know? So <laughs> yeah. I think and it'd be perfect. Going along with that for that game, I saw Dan play it a little bit recently. The There are different, like, 
I guess you could call them color waves <laughs> for the game, and like you can like set it up so the colors show up differently, and that might be a really interesting concept for VR as well. Uh, Is there anything else you guys maybe, would like to say? Uh, Rohan, you got anything to say um, about VR? About VR? Mm-hmm. Not really. I got a thing. Yeah, go for it. Where do you guys see VR going in the future? Because I know we talked about it not being very like sustainable because it's tough to wear it for a long time, and there are certain like problems that people have to deal with when they buy it, like the price point and how you can use it and what you need to use it. But like, where do you guys think it's going to go from here? I'm going to say I almost don't see VR having a future. With really? How, with the problems that it has, I think it's enjoyable with where it's at, but I think it's going to be a really, like, niche. Like, is that the right niche? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ni- like, a niche, like, a market, because it's only going to be interesting to a certain amount of people. And not everyone is going to want to, like, expose themselves to that level of, like, eye, like potential eye damage and stuff. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a lot better than the Virtual Boy, which just, like, <laughs> demolished your, like, eyesight. But it's a stepping stone. Yeah. I think that the action – I don't know. I'm going to let you guys go, and then I'll talk about what I think the future of VR is. Rohan, go ahead. Um, I think it does have a future. I think it'll – once the price goes down, it'll be more – popular but it won't um it won't be some weird future where everyone goes into a movie theater and then puts on a headset (laughs) i i think it'll just be a a thing that people will do in their homes um like gaming but wasn't the tv also like very like weird when it first like it was like just for the rich and like it was kind of bad but like eventually it got a lot better that's a good point. So what if we're at the what if we're at like the the box television phase of VR, and soon we're gonna be at like the contact phase where we just put it on our eyes? Mm. That would be crazy. <laughs> Have you guys seen uh, Ready Player One? No, no, no. It's basically like a future <laughs> where everyone has become immersed in virtual reality, and basically life's gone to like gone to heck in a handbasket. There we go. It's just gone to like just bad places. And the only like place that people feel sol- like find solace is in virtual reality, and it's so real to them that they would much prefer to be in virtual reality too, than being in real life. Which I hope is not where our future goes. Well, if there are a bunch of video game references, then I'm okay with it. But there are a bunch. <laughs> of <laughs> <laughs> I think the future of virtual reality is augmented reality, where it combines what you actually see with digital. Uh, question have you guys watched the black mirror episode um what's it called the one with the virtual it's like virtu- it's it's augmented reality that's why i mentioned oh, what's it. the pre- what's the premise of it it's uh mom mom transplants a thing in her daughter's brain yeah you've seen that i think that's just like a tracking thing isn't it yeah but it it it, it affects her vision oh right so it's like it blurs aug- stuff out yeah it blurs stuff out so it's like well, I guess Liam, you've never seen it in your kind. You haven't seen it, right? No, I haven't. Okay. Well, so basically in the episode um minor spoilers ahead for Black Mirror season 3. I mean, it's been out for a long time, so just still. Um yeah. basically this woman uh has a daughter and then the daughter uh goes to or the the mother takes her daughter to this new organization that transplants things into kids brains to um like what's it called observe them and ensure their 
they're doing good things, yeah. I guess. Um, basically just to observe them like parents, um, parents to observe their kids. And so basically there's this feature on it called like, like it will, I don't know what it's called, but it basically blurs out things that are like violent or yeah. uh, un, unfun to look at. You could call them illicit. Illicit things. And so. It like censors everything? That yeah. Like yeah. might be potentially bad for yeah. the child. So yeah. So like if there was like a gun, you know, like if you're walking by a cop and you see his gun, like that would probably be censored out. And like if there's a dog barking, then the dog, the dog barking at you will be censored out. Yeah. And I remember also like there was sometimes like audio stuff as well where it was like w- like it would like warble some like yeah um auditory like stuff. a big brother like yeah type thing yeah but so it's a, it's augmented reality though mm-hmm. yeah so could you see uh augmented reality going there i'm not sure that's like a like level of neuroscience that i'm not completely sure about that's i don't know that i think that's going to be farther in the future than or maybe not things are moving at like I was thinking about this the other day. Mm-hmm. I think about how long humans were around mm-hmm. and then how much stuff has happened in the last 100 years. Yeah. It's absolutely insane. It's crazy. Technology is a J curve, as they say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just like the J school. And that's how I'm going to wrap oh. it up. <laughs> nice. Oh. <laughs> I get it. Uh, that's so funny. I'm a, I'm a jokester. I'm going to stop talking. J- okay. Anyway, J school. <laughs> Uh, thank you to Denise Dowling for letting us use her studio. Thank you, Denise. Um, thank you. We really appreciate it. And um, that's about wait, it. Wait, should we do a little introduction or is this fine? Outroduction? Outro. Outro. Um, um, we we could all just say outro at the same time. And that's <laughs> that is a terrible idea. Actually, all right, all right, like three, two, two, one. Outro. outro. I like that. All right. See you guys next episode. Thanks.